Hi, it's us. Where have we been? It's been a year plus since our last broadcast, but Foodie Tunes is going to attempt a comeback. 2022. We're back. I'm Rachel. And we're here to bring you the background noises. Background noises. We're still... Well, no, that's not totally accurate. I was going to say, I'm in New York City. My friend Jill was talking to me recently about how she thought it was so funny when I was talking about the roll gate coming down right below me uh, at my apartment. Um, but yeah, it's noisy. This microphone picks up everything. There's pros and cons to that. But um, Annie's in New Orleans. Yeah, actually, I'm here in right New now. Orleans. It's actually the Essence Festival this weekend, but I am nowhere near that, so I don't know what's going on. Mercedes-Benz, is it there? Maybe. Is that what it's called? I wish I knew. I just know Janet Jackson is singing today, and I'm a (gasps) fan of hers. Fun. You sent me a song of hers a few months ago, and she, like, scats. You said it reminded you of me or something like <laughs> Probably. I can't remember. She does that. Was it Nasty Girl? I'm nasty. It was a song. <laughs> it was a song I never heard of before. It was not definitely not like a single. Mm. Um She's great. That's really cool. She's getting her quote unquote flowers these days. There was like a documentary about her. A document I don't know if it was a movie or a series. I keep getting it mixed up, but there was like a thing about her. In her life recently recently mm-hmm. wow I, I think it was on lifetime oh that's why i missed it <laughs> yeah it was on lifetime um the only well we were talking about it at work and then it was also like there was a podcast about it that i listened to um but anyway we're back i hope we can keep this up <laughs> We'll see. It probably won't be every week like we originally promised. Because I was thinking, honestly, that we started this as a COVID quarantine idea. Like, towards the end of COVID. I were like, right? Does that make sense yeah. to you? Wasn't it, like, sort of like the end of 2020? Was when I think so. You had the idea to start, or you, you brought it up. It was around that time. And honestly, it's all a blur. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what happened. And then, like, kind of life kind of restarted a bit and work kind of restarted. So then it just kind of went, totally went on the back burner. And But it's been on our minds. It has been. Haven't found a good time until now. It was kind of like we need to just kind of be like, put our foot down and be like, we're doing it. We got to do it. It was, um, I just was thinking, honestly, I had this huge, like, moment a few weeks ago where i was like one of the things i really enjoyed in recent history was doing the podcast like pure 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 joy (laughs) so i was like that is uh important to me to listen to that and to like it's not i don't know I don't know, it's been a lot of fun kind of like sharing our ideas and getting to talk on certain things. The other thing is that I've been listening to a lot of 
podcasts that are in a similar vein as our style of podcast. So I think that's been also kind of in my mind. Namely for me, Las Culturistas, which is Bo and Yang's podcast with Matt Rogers. Oh. So good. So funny. And it's just two guys railing on culture and like kind of giving their hot takes on what's going on. And sometimes they're, they have stories and, um, the one thing I did realize or appreciate was that they did a whole thing about music and they didn't do any song clips. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> Cause we were trying to figure out how to do song clips and it was so difficult. And I was like, I don't know if we need to do song clips. I don't know. That was a whole thing. So I was like, oh, I appreciate another podcast that doesn't do song clips. And they can just talk about the song. But yeah, it feels difficult. like the song clips feel a little jarring. It's Unless you're doing like a top 10 countdown. I don't know. In theory, yeah. it sounds good. But I feel like in execution, it might not be the greatest. Yeah. It, it was... I feel like we tried and it was not what we wanted. Like the, the final product. And... It's hard, but I I do totally, totally understand, like, a podcast about music. I mean, the funny thing is, like, I kind of want to talk about everything today, but, like, we can just talk about music. Well, funny thing, you mentioned Matt Rogers, who was in the latest Muna music video, and I had to do a double take, and I was like, is that Matt Rogers? Yes, it is. He was. He's, they're both blowing up, I think, Bo and Yang a little bit more, but they're they were friends in college and these are two like comedian these are two gay male comedians that are like are from the new york comedy scene and they both went to nyu and then i think they've just been like kind of on tv a lot Mm -hmm. recently and they were just in a movie called fire island that was on hulu um yeah i didn't that was the music video by muna what i want right it was what i want yeah i you texted me about it and I didn't watch it. And then right after I watched it and I understood why it was so cringy. I thought it was so cringy. I love Muna. We can definitely get more into Muna later in this segment, but it's that video is like, I, know, I think like, it was intentionally cringy though. Like it was like early 2000s paparazzi style but it didn't fit them right like it just it came out of nowhere like i don't know what the goal of that music video was for them i just thought the some of the shooting was kind of awkward again love muna they're really great live i've seen them live now a couple of times the first time i saw them live was with annie but the and they're really good but it was just like there was not like there like them in the limo. It just seems so forced, mm-hmm. like like super like not. I understand it. It definitely reminded me of that every time video. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is exactly what you're saying. Like the 2000. That's probably like 2007 or something. I don't remember, but um. Yeah, it was a, it was off putting. I couldn't. I couldn't finish the video, so I actually didn't. I saw the picture, the screenshot of him in the video <laughs> with that funny shirt. His shirt said, like, fruit is what candy is. No, candy is what fruit is based off of. That fruit is based off of candy. I thought that was cute. But anyway, 
yeah, Matt Rogers is on a Showtime show called I Love That For You with Vanessa Bayer and Molly Shannon, which I watched. Didn't love it. It's It could be a lot better, that show. It's like, it's a great cast, but I think it's like a little flimsy of a concept. It's about like a home shopping network type like network and like it's like 30 rock where it's like their relationships with each other their friendships their disagreements all that stuff and i was like but yeah matt rogers is pretty good in that i have to say he's um yeah he's good there's too many are you watching anything i just finished well last weekend i watched um this summer i turned pretty that series which is oh creator of well the writer of two old the boys i loved before is that what that was called? The same writer? Yeah, it's the same writer, Jenny oh, yeah. Jenny Han. Han, mm-hmm. So she just did that series, and of course it made me wish I was in high school again with two beautiful boys fighting over me. It was so cute. It's the it same, was very sweet. It's the same thing? Or it's like a love triangle? Well, it's like the same thing. Not, not to give any spoilers, but this girl, Belly, she, her mom is be- her mom's best friend owns like a, a house in a beach town community. So every summer they go there and there's two brothers. Mm-hmm. So she likes one of the brothers um, and then you just follow her summer. But of course, it's like the same the same mm-hmm. plot. Is it a show or a movie? It's a show. So I think it was 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I watched it all in one sitting, so it just felt like a really long movie. Mm-hmm. But it was cute. It's it's a cute, fun series to watch. I was like kind of turned off by that title, which is like maybe says something more about me. But I'm like, I just thought that title was like. Well, weird. it's about puberty. I That's right. Mm. I, I get it. Okay. Yeah, it's more of like I'm not a little girl anymore. They see me as someone mm. they can date. Oh, okay. Like it, it was on Hulu. Now I'm pretty and attractive in their eyes. I'm not like a geeky girl. Lanky. Yeah. It's on Hulu. No, no, no. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay. It, there's I've seen a lot of ads for it, for sure. Yes. Um, social media is definitely pushing it. If you're on TikTok, there's a million, a million TikToks. <laughs> One of the brothers actually was a TikToker, and I think that's how he got cast. Cool. Did you hear? I said that really weird. Did you hear of the show Heartstopper? No. What is that? It's like also I feel like very reminiscent of the, um, to all the boys I've loved before kind of aesthetic and cutesiness and like tweeness, but it's like two gay boys in England oh. or London. What is that? And on? it's very. It's on Netflix. It's very, like, there's, like, literally, like, animation of, like, hearts behind his head and, like, this sort of thing. And it's very, like, oh, like, when you kind of, like, I don't know, like, you fantasize as a kid or as a teenager, like, oh, like, hearts in the eyes. It was, like, very cutesy. Olivia Coleman's in it, which is the only, really the only reason I I press play. But she's not in it that much. Um. She's one of their moms. But that just reminded me of that. Is there other, like, teen content? Well, we've been talking about a little bit where the crawdads sing. Is that what it's called? Where the crawdads are from? Where the crawdads sing. I read that book in two hours. 
my mouth is agape. I couldn't put it down. I like. Woke oh, really? Up. I think I was in between jobs, and I was like, oh, let me just read this today. Woke up and read it through. It was maybe two and a half hours. Holy moly. Okay. I can't do that. I did pretty good with Girl on a Train, but it still took me a minute because I'm not. That's not. I can't do that. I definitely cannot. Yeah, do I don't know what took over impressive. me. I was like hyper focused. No, that's good. Yeah, that's really. I can't even like fathom it for myself. Um, yeah, but that I think that's like a. Is that a teen? I don't think that was young adult. <laughs> oh, but, okay. Um, I think like in terms of culture, it's very popular. Because it yeah. was on Reese's, uh, Reese Witherspoon's, what's her book club called? A book club. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. Hello Sunshine? Yeah. It was part of the Hello Sunshine reading list a couple of years ago. And then as soon as um, it took off, she was like, I'm going to make a movie. Yeah. I kind of, maybe just that Daisy girl, that Daisy Edgar Jones, mm-hmm. the lead actress. She kind of made, she's kind of like the new Dakota Johnson for me. Yeah. Like the new, like every woman like or like like kind of the young i don't know if ingenue is the right word but like the young like impressionable like young woman i really want to see that new dakota johnson movie too which has some interesting the british movies. one cha-cha cha-cha real smooth which is like it's oh. about like a, <laughs> i'm way off like a young guy like a 20 something guy he like is a party plant he's like a party like What's that called? Where they like go to parties and they pump everybody up. I don't want to say party pumper, but I think it's like, he's like, yeah, I don't know. They do exist, those people. But yeah, and then Dakota Johnson's like the mother of one of the kids that he, the party that he pumps up. (laughs) Anyway, I was saying with Daisy is that she's kind of seems like very like teen. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe she's also our demo, like the millennials. Yeah, I don't, I don't see know her as a teen. But I also watched, the only thing I've really watched her in was Fresh. So that's probably why the horror movie. Oh, man. That movie looked. Did you watch it? In... No. Oh, my God. I just, it was I read, so good. I... Oh, man. I was like, oh, I don't know if I could do it. I think you could. It was really funny. Okay. Are you a Sebastian Stan fan? Um yes and no they exist they're like i didn't think they existed but they they i watched a little bit of the tommy lee series he did and i feel like that was a turn off but in fresh i don't know he was kind of hot but he was also accountable so that's not hot (laughs) not Mm -hmm. a turn on (laughs) (laughs) okay Oh, yes. Okay, I was just checking Dakota Johnson. I saw a trailer for her new movie, Persuasion, Jane Eyre. Jane Eyre? Oh. And they break the, what is it? They break the fourth wall. So she's talking mm. to the camera a lot. Mm. And that looks pretty good. Yeah. But I'll have to watch the cha-cha real smooth trailer. It's on Apple. Yeah, you'll have to, I kind of wonder... I don't know. Actually, I don't wonder. I think you would not find the lead guy attractive. But he's like the writer and director and the lead actor. And he's young. I think he's like 22 or something. What? But 
Yeah. Oh, you know what I just rewatched? The OC. Oh, <laughs> nice. And I forgot that they would have the bands play live uh-huh. for the show, uh-huh. which is crazy. Like, I forgot that whole part of my life where I was obsessed with the OC and I was in love with Ryan and I loved Seth and the bands that came on, like the Killers were on, um, Rooney, and I loved all those bands. And then one yeah. time when Rachel and I were working together, we had a um, office, like, Amazon account, and I looked up the OC soundtracks, and I will never live that down because somebody goes, who looked up the OC soundtrack on the Amazon account? <laughs> like it was me because <laughs> i missed <sighs> that was, i missed it there's some good music on that show i never really put that together that you were a big oc fan but yeah that was big with my friends oh my god i actually haven't have only seen like two episodes but. it's really funny like the older you get the more like forgetful you are until like a, a certain memory sparks it um right my sister recently said to me before I started rewatching OC, she's like, You always wanted to move to California. Why don't you move to California? I'm like, No, I didn't. And then while I was rewatching mm. OC, I'm like, Okay, I get, I understand where that came from. And I probably did want to move to California. I just don't remember it. I also felt that way in, in college, especially. I wanted, like, after college, actually in high school too, I did want to go to LA. There are also so many. I'm exaggerating here. Things from the OC that are current now that this generation is experiencing. Like Olivia Wilde was on the OC. Now she's with the biggest pop star, rock star in the world. Um, Pivotal songs from the OC, Running Up That Hill. Now Stranger Things. Like, hello. Wait, Olivia Wilde, you're just saying because she's still... She's still a big star. Yeah. Or did, was it your her plot line? She she was she wasn't she she, she, had, she had like had a difficult a small plot line. Plot line she? In, was she did, like, She was kind of with Seth. She worked was at she the um, concert place, and she was like um, little punk. She, she had like punk style, but not really punk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was edgy. I would say. You watched the whole show up until the death. Of Marissa. I'm not spoiling anything. It's been years. So if it's, all it's been years. Marissa's death and then it went downhill from there. So I didn't continue. The other girl. And I cried just like I cried the first time. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched that show. But it to some of my friends, it is like a seminal piece of our upbringing. Yeah, it definitely influenced like what music I liked. Yeah, it was big with the like, music. Like I loved that- the California rock Mm-hmm. And they showcase that all the time. Not a surf. Remember them? Mm-hmm. They, I feel like they were big on that show. And then they, was that the one? I just remember that New Year's scene. Dice, the song Dice with the New Year's scene. Where, with uh, Misha Barton and the other guy. Oh, and Ryan comes he, up the stairs running at like yeah. right before. Yeah, because the elevator, because the elevator was broken or yeah. something. or. Oh, what are the toxic relationship? Oh no, really? It's like will they, won't they the whole entire time, and then when they did, nothing ever happened. 
so stupid. But back to how that relates to the cha-cha real smooth. Um, the creator, he was like 26 years old. And he was the youngest creator, writer, producer at the time to have like a show like that. Oh, what's his name? Schwartz? Yeah. No. Jason Schwartz? Josh Schwartz. I always get is him confused the with the um, that, other, that other actor that is also in a band. But it is Schwartz. Is it Josh Schwartz? Is he the one? I'm so, I get them all confused. Ugh, I think... Did he do Gossip Girl? Yes. Okay. I think he's involved with my next production. Oh my god, really? So. <laughs> yeah, he based the OC on his friend group. Yeah, Seth Cohen was, I feel like, a huge effing deal. Yeah, everyone loved him. He was like the, oh my god, Death Cab for Cutie. But he was so annoying. Yeah, I haven't seen, like, much of it. You know what I have seen? It, I was going to say, like, I... You know it's also When crazy? I watched... Sorry. Um, there were, like, 28 episodes the first season. They're all an hour long. TV doesn't do that anymore. 28? Isn't wild. that crazy? <laughs> they were half hours? No, hour long. It was 45 minutes to an hour long. Oh, that is crazy. When's the last time? I mean, other... I guess on Fox and CBS they do, but Elementary had 24 episodes. I don't know how many episodes Riverdale is, but I know that show, everyone is like, they just watch it for the pure entertainment of how stupid it is. How, like, crazy the writing I like Riverdale. The first two seasons were good, and then I don't know what happened. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like it's ending soon. Yeah. I, I think the actors are very over it. Yeah. They're always making... TikToks making fun of themselves from the show. Mm-hmm. And the comments on the TikToks are like, when is your contract up? <laughs> Break your contract. Oh. Yeah. Um, I just watched Hustlers and Lily Reinhardt is in it. The girl, I think she plays Betty. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. She was good. I thought she did a good job. That was a good movie. I was going to say something about the, oh, I was like, I think, I wonder if I would watch the OC now and kind of cringe a little bit just because of the time that has passed. Because Dawson's Creek, I watched a little bit of Dawson's Creek and I was like, so, I was like, oh, this is so, ugh. I was like, Ugh. You might cringe at it. They were, they were talking about like the, uh, what did they call it? Face Finder? It was before Facebook. So they were talking about, um getting on whatever the original Facebook was called. But yeah, the music, we should bring it back to the theme of our podcast, which is definitely music. But now I want to look at like, the OC would, they would release like Josh Schwartz. They would release like albums, like CDs of like a compilation of their hits. I feel like it was Alexandra Patsavas, I believe was the music supervisor. And she does like everything that you've ever heard of. She and they is the think music supervisor. One Tree Hill also did that too, and they had bands. Ugh. Oh yeah, One Tree Hill had Kid thing. Cudi. Do you like Kid Cudi? I only like Pursuit of Happiness. Like I try to like his other stuff, but I don't know. I wouldn't say I'm like I... I'm a huge fan by any means. He is like such a big deal, and I don't 
love his music. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I guess I'm in the minority, but like, I feel like he is so beloved and has such a fan base. I mean, I don't hate his voice. Like, I think he, I kind of like his voice and stuff, but like, it's, I'm just like, I'm like, I would want, I want to like Kid Cudi more than I actually do. Yeah. For sure. I'm like, he is such a big deal and he has like an interesting story and I'm like, you know, supportive of that. Also, he like replaced all of his teeth. Like his teeth now are so nice. And I was like, what the that F is, so is this? Random. And I Googled it. I Googled it and he like definitely replaced like all of his he teeth. He got veneers. Oh yeah, because if you yeah. look up his pictures, he doesn't smile. But when he does smile, it is like, ugh, it's like I guess he was really conscious about his teeth. But the ones he is smiling in are, like, really pearly white. The other thing is that I think Kanye, like, did something with his teeth. Because, I mean, he should because he's very rich. But his teeth are very, very white. Mm. Fall Out Boy performed on One Tree Hill. My boys. Dice by Finley Quay and William Orbit is a jam. I know. I know exactly what song that is now. When you said William Orbit. Do you know the story of Elliot Smith's death? No, would you like to tell us? (laughs) I mean, I don't know it that well, but like Elliot Smith is this, it's just a kind of, it's like one of those things that really gives me the heebie-jeebies. So Elliot Smith was this like folk musician. He definitely like is like Phoebe Brudger's older brother Mm -hmm. in terms of sound. And he struggled with mental health for sure. But he, like, got in an argument with his partner, his, like, female, his girlfriend or whatever. I don't know if they were married. I'm not sure. But then she went to the shower. And while she was in the shower, he she heard a scream. And she came out. And he had stabbed. He was stabbed in the chest. Multiple times. There's a vacuum going. By himself? <laughs> Like he stayed. That was that's the question. He, I think they they ruled that it was acts that he did it. It was self inflicted. How do you? But like I just, ugh, I just that hurt. I just, yeah. Or it's like I feel like he would after someone else did it. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Like how do you? I feel like after one stab, you'd be like, okay, this is kind of hard, and it hurts multiple times. <laughs> Like to yourself? I mean, I think so. I don't... Maybe he just, like, lost... Two stab wounds. Oh. Just lost control. But he also wrote a possible suicide note. That's also... That's, oh, scary. Why? <sighs> Did you watch the MGK documentary? I My didn't. What were your thoughts? Um, Life in Pink? It was interesting to see, like, his perspective, because I think I, how he went from a rap artist to a, like, soft emo, I would say he thinks he's very hard emo, but I don't know, he's very pop. It's very pop. Yeah, it's like, his music is very pop for the masses, which is great. Uh, People love his music. And he has this huge fan following now and like to see where he came from and where he went and like how him and Megan Fox became a thing and how he struggles with spending time with his daughter while trying to achieve his goals. Um, 
But he, there is a story of him where he was on the phone with Megan Fox after his father passed, and he took a shotgun to his mouth, pulled it, and the bullet malfunctioned. I didn't realize he actually. Yeah. I did do that. I did. I listened to the Armchair Expert episode with him, and it was pretty good. I'm not a big Machine Gun Kelly fan. I mean, I love that the diss track he did against Eminem. I think that <laughs> was <do>. so good. <laughs> Rap Devil, so good. And like, I get his appeal. Like, he's I think a, he's like kind of. He's a very good looking man. He's a good looking dude. He's very skinny. He's got that Pete Davidson thing going on. That's mm-hmm. why they're so close because they're so skinny. And um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I want to watch the documentary. But he has a lot. Machine Gun Kelly is doing the most right now yeah he was like i'm gonna come out with like a million albums and each album is gonna be a number one and this and that i'm like damn it's a lot to do Mm -hmm. there oh the other great thing is the that like gq a video of him and megan fox interviewing each other or something like that. that's a good one that's like a really good like (laughs) cultural moment that video they're they're very (laughs) emotional the two i am weed (laughs) yeah very oh, they touch. definitely are. They definitely, they feel very real. Like his interview with Dak Shepard, I was like, oh, he's like a real dude. Yeah. And so was Megan Fox. I feel like my he was saying how Megan Fox will just like leave her phone in the room and then like go do a bunch of things like for a few days. And like, <laughs> he like won't be able to get in t- contact with her because she just doesn't. Oh my god. Need the phone. But what about her kids? Which I would love to do that. <laughs> I don't know. Brian Austin Green's got it. Yeah, she's like, I'm off. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. That's wise, though. I mean, if you need me, maybe it's like, you need me, this is the phone number at my hotel or whatever, and this is my pay phone number. I don't know. There's a way you could do it. I would love to do that. I would love to look. You definitely have done that before? Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't like yeah, being glued to, to my phone. <laughs> I did that, like, it was so bad. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have never done this. It's not horrible, but um, there's this one guy I was dating, and it was just, like, so smothering. So I was like, listen, I'm turning my phone off for two days. If you need me, I'm here, but don't need me. So I turned my phone off for two days. Like, I told my friends, I was like, listen, I need to do de- like disconnect for two days he's driving me insane yeah like yeah yeah i hear you very overwhelming and overbearing like constant need of attention yeah but that was just two days and it's not like i went anywhere it was in college Mm Hmm. yeah i get it i definitely get it we all need to unplug a little bit. Our little computers in our hands. Like, I think it can just be a little bit much sometimes. Yeah, the guy that, who created the cell phone recently, he was like, turn it off and get a life. <laughs> he just didn't interview <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's so true. Just have to yeah. remember it. They're, like, vacuuming the other rooms. I'm in a hotel right now. So it's um, at least, I guess, at 4 o'clock they're going to vacuum the other rooms. I thought that they would do that at, like, 10 a.m., but... This is what always happens when we podcast. There's always some sound that's going on, like the heater or something. It's just always... I need to find a place. I found a place last year, but it was so noisy. So it wasn't great. But I was like... That's so... Like, it was not worth it. 
It was a studio, and they ended up closing. I asked them about it. Oh. But it was so... It was, like, a studio, but there were, like, other people play, were producing music, and they were, like, playing it really loud, and I was like, oh, God. No soundproofing. It's a nice space, but... They had soundproof on the walls, but... I don't know. I think this is honestly not terrible. No. Like, I feel like I could get a... I was wondering I would get, like, a neighbor being like, we can hear you. Can you stop talking? So, this is fine. I'm sorry, listeners. I did realize, like, halfway through that I can mute myself, but, um, so I'll try to do that if it continues. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought this would be a good solution, but I guess not. The other thing is that my apartment, I don't really have a good, I was thinking I don't really have a good um, setup area because I have like where I work and then there's my bed. And then Sabrina now is in the other room. So she's in the kitchen. So I don't really have any space to podcast. So mm. I think I'm just, if I do it at my house, I'm just gonna have to do it at my, in my bed. Yeah. Like Emma Chamberlain. Yes, that was, I was another just thinking one. Emma, she does it in her bed. Em- Emma Chamberlain is another podcast inspo. I'm really enjoying her podcast and I'm enjoying her vibe. Um, I'm just, I'm just, I'm very late to the game, but I'm just kind of very late. getting to know her content. Um, I don't love the way she poses on the red carpet. It's kind of really annoying to me, <laughs> but everything else is what aces. Do you mean? She's like, she doesn't smile. She's she just, very sullen. She's yeah. very Kate Moss. Also her, her raccoon eyes are like really impressive. I'm like, what the what? <laughs> what? I'm like, you like I was like, oh my god, it's so like it looks like she's makeup on. Well, she drinks coffee all day long and probably doesn't sleep. She does drink coffee. She does drink and coffee all the time. She talks about why she has anxiety and doesn't sleep, and it's like, girl, the drug that's in your hand that you're sipping all day long. <laughs> That's the truth. Everyone I know that that drinks a ton of coffee, or maybe the other way around, everyone I know that's really tired all the time drinks so much coffee. Mm-hmm. But then I think I was thinking like if you're a parent, it's, it's like another ball game. I think you kind of have. to. I feel like your brain drink. is just wired differently when you have kids. Yeah, because like you need that, you like you need that energy. I don't know though. It's like, and it's like the process of weaning yourself down. Like, I think is much harder when you have children. Like it's, I keep seeing uh, um, these videos about gentle parenting and like sending your kids to Montessori so they're super independent and they learn like real life skills. So when I have kids, I think I'm going to do that so I won't be as tired because they can make their own breakfast at three years old. So I won't have to get up and make breakfast for them. They can sleep in and they can make breakfast for me. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Okay. To each their own. That'd be interesting. Another um, podcast that I used to listen to, Scrubbing In with uh, Becca Tilly and Tanya Red. That's some recent news. They'd always talk about relationship advice and dating. And 
whenever they refer to whoever they're dating, they come up with nicknames. And Becca Tilly is famously from The Bachelor. I think she was on Ben's season. And then I think she might have came back for another season. But she'd always talk about, um, what was the code name? P95. And mm-hmm. everyone's like, who mm-hmm. is P95? Who's P95? We need to know who this man is. And then on the internet, um, one of her best friends is Haley Kiyoko. So fans are like, it's definitely Haley. Like they're together all the time. And this is like years of people speculating. And then they recently came out together that they've been in a relationship for like five years. Which is awesome. Becca Tilly. Yeah, Becca and Haley. And mm-hmm. it's really cool because it wasn't in the public eye. So they got to like have their own relationship without any pressure put on it. Yeah. I love Haley. She's great. I think I have a friend that looks like her, but my friend does not agree. I think she, she does too. Kyoko. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes. <laughs> She's like, no, I don't. She's like, no. I wouldn't say she like twins but definitely similar cousins yeah like in the same (laughs) family um she has some new music which i haven't really listened to that much but i love that album i don't know what it's called but the like cover art is like a very titanic moment (laughs) where she's painting like a naked woman (laughs) i know what That's one of my faves. And she's a song with Kehlani. That's a good song. Um, and she's a great, like, queer artist. She was from Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. Just like, isn't it funny that Zendaya was from Disney Channel? Yeah. And now she's like the it girl. Who is it? It was Zendaya and um, Bella Thorne. Bella Thorne. <laughs> look at the two different no. routes. <laughs> what in the world? Oh. Bella tried to have Bella. a music career. That didn't really work out. Yeah, she did. But... Zendaya replay. Ugh. Zendaya is yeah, but she like doesn't. She doesn't want to. She doesn't want to put out new music. Like she doesn't want to keep doing the music thing. No. Oh man, I listened to one of those Hollywood roundtables with Selena Gomez in it. <laughs> she is so like over it. Not over, she's but so she's just like deadpan, or not dead. Yeah. Like she's so dead inside. Like she- oh god, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I, I, there's no emotion. Was it the one with all the women? Like, um... Yes. Molly... <laughs> it was a group Quinta of women. Quinta Brunson, <laughs> yeah. Amy Schumer. All the women? All the women. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's... I was like, there's no life in no. her right now. But I think maybe... I think, honestly, maybe now she was so used to being like, Hi, I'm from Disney Channel. And now she's, like, mellowed out. She's, she's like, like, I don't need to do that crap anymore. Just same monotone voice. Every single interview, even the interviews for Only Murders in the Building, I'm like, you're sitting next to Steve Martin, who's really funny, and you're not even laughing. Mm. I don't know. I kind of interpret it as, like, she's not at a new plateau Yeah. of her, like, mental state, where she's like, I don't care about the BS. (laughs) She has an interesting sense of humor, because she makes TikToks that are funny, but they're not like explicitly funny. Like you have to find, like I feel like it's uh, it's just not everyone's cup of tea. Mm-hmm. 
it's funny because definitely I used to love her and Demi, of course. I loved their friendship and I'm really sad that they're not friends anymore. I do have hope that one of these days they will have a public reconciliation. Also, it's like mixed feelings because I think Taylor is kind of like driven them apart, Taylor Swift. And like, is so Taylor that me... not good with Demi? No, they're not good. Oh, really? There's like a clip where someone that's like she's demi signing autographs this is like maybe 10 years ago and demi signing autographs and then they're like how's selena and she's like ask taylor super sassy oh damn did not realize there was that kind of beef there i'm pretty sure like i don't think i don't think taylor and demi are good selena and demi were friends and they would make those youtube videos and then miley and her hair or dancer mandy is it Mandy? Hair? What'd you say? Her? Hair? What did you say? Was it her oh, hair? Oh, her hairstylist? No, it couldn't have been her hairstylist. No, it was they her dancer. It was her dancer, Mandy. And they were just yeah, like... Miley and Mandy. Yeah, she's just... <laughs> it's so stupid. The drama. I remember that. Do you remember also this... I was re- doing a deep dive on this. The Miley World... Miley World website. It was like Miley's fan site. No. And there was like a contest. I was all in this. This Disney Channel <laughs> fandom. There was a contest of like, are you? It was like an American Idol kind of contest on Miley World, and Sabrina Carpenter was one of the finalists, but she didn't win. But the girl who did win, totally, she's so good. The girl who did win, I was like, watch, she's a YouTube singer, Amy Colalella, and she like totally got gypped and like did not get any of the prizes that were promised to her. Wow. I think she maybe she got like she got like a writing session or something like that, mm-hmm. but they, she wasn't allowed to release any of the music that they created. <gasps> And now there's, like, these little exposés that are coming up about it. Like, Miley Scam. Like, Amy Colalala, I think she got married, and she has a different name now, but she was so good. She was, like, one of my faves Mm. on YouTube. And she would do, like, these really long vlogs. (laughs) She would do, like, where she would just talk for, like, half an hour and, like, not do anything. Like, not move around and not do cuts and, like... (laughs) Just talk. (laughs) That was, like, oh, man, YouTube youtube you're a bigger youtube fan than i am probably nowadays i love now um, at least on my profile it just sometimes they give you like seven second videos that are recommended oh yeah and those are so funny i don't know youtube um is just nice to watch sometimes when you don't want to watch a tv show but a lot of creators are quitting and i don't know like i guess youtube is like really big into censorship now so Saying a certain word can demonetize your video, and it's not fun for them anymore. It's like they have to like basically script everything out when YouTube was not like that. Yeah, I could see that. I'm just like thinking of like Twitter, like how Twitter, I feel like is also potentially changing. But now Elon Musk isn't buying it. I always hated Twitter, and then as Twitter got bigger, like I feel like there definitely was a cultural shift. Where people got really toxic online and Twitter allowed it. And it's just, to me, it's like, just like a wasteland. Like, it's a good place to get news, but you have so many trolls on there and just so many people that want to pick fights because, like, they don't enjoy their life. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, why yeah, are I don't you go sitting on Twitter. on Twitter all day just, like, tweeting about things? I don't, I don't know. You know who's really into that actually is Talib Kweli, the rapper. Really, and he and he's ha- he has a talk show now too, and he like he he can be a little much. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I think his heart is in the right place, but, like, he can just... He, like, can, well, like, kind of, like, attack random people. Like, yeah, that sort of thing. Like, if you don't agree with me, I'm just going to, like, attack you and, like, get in your DMs and, like, go off on you and, like, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it... I miss all the funny tweets. Like, people could be really funny on Twitter. Like, just in five words. Like, the funniest tweet ever. But then... It just gave a playground to all the bullies that would never bully you in real life. But because you don't see their face, they can just harass you all day long. I mean, you can block them, but it just seems like really toxic. And I guess that's for Instagram, too, with comments and stuff. And like, I can't imagine growing up as a teenager with that, those pressures. Mm -hmm. And then you can be harassed by your classmates through Twitter and Instagram and yeah, Twitter I've never really fully gotten into. I mean, sorry, I was definitely, I started, I got a Twitter for Demi Lovato was doing a Q&A. Oh, yeah, like, like things like that, yeah. In like 2009 or something. <laughs> and I did that, but then it was, uh, yeah, I used yeah, it just, Twitter for music. And then it became like a political baseboard, whatever, for, I don't know, people to argue about stupid things or like oh you like this artist and then people will comment on tweets your tweet about an artist and be like oh well, i hate them like what is that necessary yeah okay you can say it but <laughs> like why do you feel the need how did you use twitter for music i'm curious for music um i would get free concert tickets all the time through twitter like artists would be like we're playing the show here the first 500 people that respond to this tweet get tickets or like, oh. here's our new single, here's this, we're touring, yeah, get pre-sales. Yeah. That's how I would use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Lady Gaga followed me and I thought it was like a fake account because she didn't have an account. And then a week later, I looked at my followers and it was like Lady Gaga verified. So she got verified between time she followed me. Ooh. which was kind of cool oh yeah i was just listening to her new song which i haven't really listened to that much the top 10 i kind of like it it's like not getting much attention no i like it's- listened to it a few times and i was like i don't want to like it because it's so dramatic and it's such like a movie song but i do really like it yeah it's good it's not it doesn't get stuck in your head i i then i then uh, then i th- <laughs> i then listened to shallow recently like i like oh, I, I, I haven't listened to shallow in a long time Oh, Shallow is so incredible. Shallow is so good. It was such a moment. It was definitely overexposure at a certain point, but I think... Yeah, 100%. Also, I've never seen that Oscars performance, which is like... I don't... I don't. I feel like I, I need to be in the mood to watch it. They're like... Everyone's saying it's like they just had sex. Um, and they're on that stage together. Probably. Like a very, like, post-coital, like... But yeah, remember that was a huge thing where they were like, oh, are they dating? Are they together? Mm-hmm. Did they break up the marriage? Yeah, it's a good song. Did you see Top Gun? No, I haven't seen any movies. Did you? No. It looks fun. I, I kind of just want to watch it on streaming. Top Gun, I feel like it good ratings. Elvis, I think we both want to see. It's coming and... out on HBO Max in August. Which one? Elvis. Okay. Perfect. Because I know you said it was a long one. It's long. It's three hours. But I've been listening to the soundtrack. I was going to mention the Elvis soundtrack. 
It's like that Baz Luhrmann thing like he did for Great Gatsby where there's like Doja Cat is on it and like Tame Impala is on the album. But like there's some songs that where it's Austin Butler singing. I'm not I think he did sing yeah. in the movie. And he sounds great. I think he really nailed it. I think he did a yeah, very good job. I was watching an interview from, I guess, a couple of years ago with Vanessa Hudgens when he got casted in Elvis. And she said that um, he was sitting at the piano singing. And she goes, you know what? You need to play Elvis. Like, we need to call someone up, sell them. They need to make an Elvis movie. And you need to play Elvis. And then a week later, he got a phone call to play Elvis. <laughs> I don't (laughs) believe the validity (laughs) of that at all. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, Vanessa Hudgens, 2022. She's responsible for him being Elvis. Well, they broke up, right? Yeah, because in that movie, supposedly, because it, like, encompassed his whole life. That's why he still talks like him. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of weird. What's that about? I don't know. It's like Johnny Depp's weird accent. There's, like... (laughs) Like, we're starting to have friends like people- in the city talks. Like- Madonna. Yeah. Madonna does that, too. Or, like, used to. Oh, my God. Madonna. But, yeah, I, I watched... I've definitely Googled it, like, more than once about Austin Butler's voice. Like, why? Somebody asked Is him he- in an interview, and he was like, well, it's been my life for the last two years. It's hard to come out of it. And certain things trigger it. I mean, I guess. Okay. I guess. I guess. I guess. But also, I li- I guess I, I did see a clip of his, like, Carrie Diaries voice, and it's not that different. Different. Hmm. Like, it's not, he's not like, hey! Like, he's not like that. He's like, yeah, it does seem to have a lower voice. I don't know. No, but, eh. I'm intrigued. Well, mostly per usual, I'm intrigued because the critics are intrigued and the, the audience reaction has been positive so that one i also want to see thor because yeah. i love natalie portman she's like one of my faves There's, probably top five i love taika it's just so funny taika taika ytt oh taika i was like is taika the rapper <laughs> who sure i don't who i don't <laughs> like is in the movie Can did you, you see that our flag means death no, I wanted to, but it's on HBO Max. I don't have it. Oh, I'm sure it's okay. really funny. Yeah, I feel like it's very Taika. I think. Yeah. Well, he's in it. I don't know if he's a writer. I think I he think, did write it. I think he's part. He must. It's very yeah subversive. That's <laughs> the sense I get. So, um, yeah, yes, Taika. I want to see Jojo Rabbit really bad. I haven't seen it, but Taika Waititi. Taika. Whose real name is like David Smith, by the way. <laughs> it's like David. No, it's not. It's like something. No, it is because I paid him on a show. So I, it definitely confused me when I was paying him. I was like, this is not. Oh, it's like Cohen is his last name. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Annie, I did want to ask what you're listening to these days. Uh... <laughs> what do you What do you listen to while you work? Actually, question. Do you listen to, like, podcasts? Nothing? Songs? Um, usually I listen to the sound of my coworkers crying. Oh, Lord. No, I'm kidding. Um, well, Cardi B. <laughs> so. <Is she> <laughs> what? 
Um, I just listen to my liked songs on Spotify. And recently, Maggie Rogers' new stuff, which Rachel is probably going to give me shit for. been listening to her new songs a lot. Why would I give you shit? Because <laughs> I made fun of Maggie Rogers. Oh, you're wrong. Thanks for reminding me. Thanks for reminding me that Annie was a hater at first. Yeah. She didn't get it. I wasn't she didn't get the vibe. That album is so good, no. though. Okay, the you one- know what? I, I, was, I wasn't a hater. I was just like, how does this girl have this much energy performing, like, non-pop songs? It just threw me off. I'm like, she's running around the stage, doing cartwheels, just bopping around. And I didn't get it. Okay. But okay. I guess now I it get is it. pop-ish. Yeah, it's pop-ish. 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 I love the new Cardi B song with Kanye. Hot shit. It's a good one. It's a good summer song. That is like the hottest new song as of this recording. Is that song? Yeah, it's so on good. Top of every list. Um, Kanye's Kanye's doing a lot of these like guest verses. Yeah, I like them. And they're all about like his kids and about Kim and about Pete. Skeet. I just I just found out that he like doesn't write all his stuff. There's <laughs> there's an episode of Drink Champs, which is like such a weird show. It's such a weird show. But it's hosted by Nori. And then he they interviewed Big Sean, I think before or after the Kanye interview and Big Sean, like, <laughs> hey, Tim, like right? roasted Kanye. Roasted Kanye. Well, they, it's like a mutual dislike, I think. I think they squashed think, the beef. Because uh, he was supposed to be featured on Donda or whatever. And he cut him because he was talking to Pete. Like oh. some weird girl drama. Like a teenage girl drama. <laughs> I don't know. It's like really, honestly, really, it really freaking sucks that he will not accept the divorce. Like, she does not want to be married to him anymore. And he's like, that's still my wife. Yeah. You're still my wife. It's like, get over grow it. Up. Like, acting that way Ugh. will never make her go back to you. But it is kind of weird that Pete got um, the kids initialed. That's kind of, that would piss me off. What do you mean? Like, tattoo? Yeah. Got all their names. Mm. Like, you've been dating Ugh. for five months and you get yeah. my kids' names on you. When you're not the father. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, Kanye needs to grow up. I feel like he's getting better. I don't know. He's been very quiet. So maybe some big explosions on its way. Did you see the clip of him at the BET Awards? No. He did. He like did a, s- a surprise speech uh, com- like celebrating Diddy. Because Diddy was getting a Lifetime Achievement Award. And... He just made it about himself. <laughs> like about he's excellent and so is Diddy. Like this sort of thing. So weird. Kanye of him. I saw And he was saying how like he influenced like Kim he influences Kim. He influences everybody. He has to just throw a shot in there. Yeah. I saw on um the Machine Gun Kelly documentary, Diddy produced it. Oh yeah, he signed with Diddy, which is weird to me. Yeah, which, like, I did does not, not make sense to know me. That. He's on Bad Boy. Like, remember when? Like, he's probably the only one <laughs> who's like relevant now. That's on Bad Boy. Bad <laughs> yes. Boy was. Oh my god, making the band was my fave. I loved making the band. Making the band with the band. 
That was like, they were all vying for the spot to be on Diddy's record label. Yeah. And they walked to Brooklyn for cheesecake singing the whole time. <laughs> I loved that show. Dylon. Remember Dylon? That was the birth of, that was from making the band. I can't ever meet a Dylan without ever bringing up Dylon. And they're always like, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, someone I'm working with, her name is Rebecca Black. <laughs> and I really want to ask her on Friday like, if she gets mistaken for the Rebecca Black. She's doing stuff, too. She's, I feel like I was just listening to her or watching a video of her or something recently. Not the Friday, but something else. What mm. was, I'm gonna look it up. She like maybe collabed with somebody. Yeah, that sounds familiar. How do you feel about Charlie XCX? I like Charlie XCX. But I feel like she has been having, she just fired her label and is on a new label. And there's a lot of drama. Mm. She had she had a quarantine album that I didn't know about. Oh, you know what it was? I think Marshall Vore, who's um, Phoebe Bridgers' ex, and the her and her drummer, I think worked with Rebecca Black. So I think that's why I that's what I looked up recently. Mm-hmm. I'm like astounded at their relationship. Like Phoebe Bridgers and Marshall Vore dated for a long time. They were in a band together. And they broke up and now they're still like they wrote music together. They wrote songs about each other and they're just in the band together still. And they're still friends and they still work together. I I feel like that's healthy. It is. Yeah. Not everyone can do that. (laughs) I was seeing I saw something where like people think what's Phoebe Bridgers boyfriend's name Paul. Mescal, yeah. Paul, Phoebe, and Daisy Edgar Jones have threesome songs. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, did you when you said when you were like, oh, the only thing I've seen her in, I thought you were gonna say normal people. No, I've never watched that. I feel like somebody was telling me to watch it recently. I feel like you'd be into it. I haven't seen it, but it just seems like a very emotional, realistic mm-hmm. relationship show. Yeah, Daisy Edgar Jones. Yeah. Oh, she's under the banner of heaven, too. Sabrina was watching that, the Mormon true crime show. Daisy Edgar Jones is 24. Lil Nas X is so young. He's so I just cute. looked this up. I was just like, well, he is so mad at BET because BET did not nominate him for anything, which is ridiculous. Really ridiculous after the year he's had. A couple years he's had. He's 23. He's so young. And then now we look up Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. <laughs> Is she 20? She's like younger and younger every time I check. <laughs> she's she's 20. Oh my God. 20, right? She's 20. How old is Phineas? Two, and Ferb. 2001. Phineas is um, what, like 24? 97. 24. Damn. He seems a lot older, I will say. They both do. 24. I love his uh, chicken shop date. Oh, yeah. When she was like, I haven't, I haven't been watching the new say, ones. Recently. I heard your feet smell, or something. And he goes, "Who told you that?" And she goes, "Your <laughs> sister." <laughs> it's just so funny. I feel like, yeah, I haven't been. Well, this wiggle wiggle thing. Oh my god, I was at a that's chicken shop day. A bachelorette, right? and they were trying to learn dance. 
and somebody was trying to explain what chicken chop date and they was and it was completely wrong and i was just like what that's not what she does <laughs> like i got so offended how could people get it wrong yikes I, it was weird i was like this girl's so confidently saying something wrong that's you <laughs> chicken chop chicken chop date yeah because she said that uh, um because the guy louis thoreau that goes i like to see you jiggle jiggle or whatever she was like yeah he's a british rapper <laughs> and i was like okay that's me just being literal um how many oh nine million but the jack harlow is 11 million your dop Annie's doppelganger. If you like have never seen Annie, just look up Amelia okay. de Moldenberg. <laughs> people have said it's not my doppelganger, but it is. I, I think it's the hair. Maybe the hair. It's the hair and the mannerisms. And like and the mannerisms. Really? The Shibu disagree? Whatever. I mean, okay. Like nose is definitely not incorrect. Definitely not the same nose. It's the hair. <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking at my profile. How do you say your last name? Demodenberg. Demodenberg. That's a really unfortunate last name. Oh, she's 28. For some reason, I thought she could be 20. <laughs> I could see that. What was that picture? That well, There's that one that I sent you, like the screenshot, where I was like, she was really looking like you. <laughs> Have you seen all this trolling about Jesse Nelson from Little Mix? No. <laughs> she's the, one of the girls from Little Mix went solo. And did a performance, and, like, the crowd is so quiet. <laughs> That's really sad. She's like Liam Payne. Oh, I like Liam did Payne. Did you see the interview he gave on a oh, no. Logan Paul's podcast? No. He basically, like, canceled himself and made such a fool of himself. He was just talking out of his butt, being like, I, I was the reason One Direction was even a thing. Like, I was the main guy of One Direction. And then he said that his first single had a billion streams, and all the fans looked it up, looked it up and they're like, no, it didn't. That one. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, I would say that. <laughs> that's a fa- like that face. Yeah, that's definitely very me. Like, a very exaggerated you. Like, you wouldn't do that every day, but you, you would do that, like, if... Alex, like, gave you an OCCD. Like, you would be, like... Um, I forget what music you said you were listening to. <laughs> like, today. What were the, What's that you were listening to? <laughs> what word did you say? <laughs> I said the new Cardi B song, the new Maggie yeah. Rogers. Um, yeah. What else? What else? There's this song. I don't know. I listen to random things that I can't think of. I gotta say, I'm gonna call you out real quick because you do something very interesting. You utilize Apple Music and Spotify. And you go ping pong. I do ping pong. And you use both. I feel like, like when you were first, like I was listening to my music on Spotify. I was like, record scratch. You're an Apple Music girl. Yeah, I do have both open. I don't know why. Like, I think I started obviously with iTunes. And then college, Spotify, because you could just easily make playlists and all the songs were there. You didn't have to. That's why, because Apple Music wasn't around then. And then Apple Music came out and I was like, oh, I can have this song on my phone forever and just pay a subscription fee. And then Spotify started doing that, but I stuck with Apple, but I still use Spotify. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. 
My sense is that you definitely, like, Spotify is your secondary. That's the sense I get. That you're mainly an Apple Music. It's interesting because at work I listen to Spotify. And in the car, I'll put on Apple Music. So... But it depends. That's kind of head spinning. Yeah, it depends on the playlist because I might put Spotify on. Like, so on Fridays, Apple Music has a new music daily playlist. So I'll check that out. And then I'll go to what else? I have Apple Music open right now. I'll go to Best New Songs, check those out Friday morning. Then I'll go on to my Spotify at work. This is before work, I do the Apple Music. So I'll add the songs that I like from Best New. Um, new music daily to apple music then i'll go into spotify and go to what is it release radar new music friday Re- oh release, release radar because it picks up on what i listen to so it's like picking out those bands so that gives me the songs that aren't coming up on new music friday on my phone with apple music because apple music doesn't do that oh the release radar yeah, it doesn't really, unless I just don't know about it, it doesn't r- really pull from what you're listening to. Yes, I agree. And create, like it can, like you can put it on that loop thing, that infinity thing, and it will play similar songs, but it's not as good as Spotify. And it doesn't give you a personalized playlist where Spotify does. Mm. Ooh, ooh, this turned into a, this turned into a re- review session yeah. of the pros and cons. <laughs> So like if I'm if I'm at the gym, I'll definitely listen to Apple Music. Um, but then sometimes I don't know. I like my like songs playlist on Spotify, so I'll put that on. We were talking about this liked songs playlist because I saw a meme, which was so rude, and I've <laughs> that was saying you're a psycho if you play your liked songs playlist on Spotify on shuffle, like you like this, like arguing that you need to make playlists for every mood you're in. And, like, use that. Like, you're a cleaning playlist and not just do... And I was, like... I listen to my liked songs all the time. Great. That came from a very type A person that needs their life, like, dictated to them. (laughs) Like, they need to know, like, what what music they're listening to right now. Like... I was going to ask real quick, though. Your work computer, is it a PC? Oh, yes. That's why you're not using Apple Music, right? Yes, but on my Mac, I would also listen to Spotify. Spotify. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> My quick entry is that I got Apple Music recently per Annie because Joni Mitchell went on a the Joe Rogan bo- boycott. So Joni Mitchell pulled all her music. And I was like, I don't know Joni Mitchell that well, but like I need to listen to her because she's so influential. So I got Apple Music, I think the free trial, I think it's a six months or something. I, I'm on the field free trial right now. And I just listen to Joni Mitchell. And I listen to, like, a few other things. But it's, like, I'm, like, Spotify's my home for me. Mm-hmm. And I pay for Spotify. Well, yeah. Pay for Spotify. I feel like they have a lot of versatile payment plans. Like, me and Sabrina share a payment plan for Spotify. And I know a couple people who do that. And then, I don't know. I'm a Spotify fan. The Apple Music's very, very, like, tertiary. Yeah, it's still, no. it's so based on iTunes still. I still have songs on my iTunes. Like, Adam's song by Blink-182 <laughs> is, like, forever on my all my devices because I bought that song. <laughs> oh, my God. What was that stupid album that iTunes, Apple, 
iTunes like on YouTube. Yes. Why would they do that? <laughs> I remember when YouTube did that like red iPod. Yeah. And that was like like YouTube's like really into. They were like a yeah like a not a pioneer but like they were really from the ground level. One thing they're on a Kendrick Lamar song. So random. Anyway. One thing I don't like about Spotify is those daily music mixes are always the same. Like they market it mm. as like, oh, this is your daily mix. Let's give you I don't like the one similar artist, but it's always the same songs. Do you mean every day it's the same or all six of them are the it's same? Every day it's the same. Like daily mix one is the same, daily mix two, and maybe oh, they'll put one yeah. new song in. And I'm like, I thought this was like kind of like a disco- a music discovery mix too, but I guess it's not. Mm. yeah i guess i don't it's yeah sometimes i don't really listen to those because sometimes the things that they pick i'm like like do like do i rachel want to listen to like a jack harlow mix like not (laughs) always like i'm like not really like i like jack harlow and i'll listen to him but like i don't i don't know but the i was gonna say about the spotify some they make these mixes also that like add in podcasts like they add it it's like songs and then podcasts and i like don't like that i wouldn't like that either i would just want to listen to the music and stuff but there's so many also i don't know if apple does this as much do like but spotify has a lot of like mood playlists like cooking out or like oh apple has hanging at the beach oh they do oh my god yeah okay they have like that every really nice yeah, I just use, but then I listen to Harry like, Styles on Apple. Pool too. party, family vacation, mimosas, a day in Philadelphia. A day in hotel. Philadelphia. Like they have a hotel playlist. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey. Oh, you disappeared. <laughs> I can't see it. No. She's on a. That was so weird. <laughs> Why did it do that? Oh, gosh. Boat day, laying in the sun, yard work, bike ride. Okay. Gemini okay, okay, season. Okay. Oh, they're trying to copy Spotify. Oh, I liked that. I liked those playlists. Those um, what am I saying? <laughs> those horoscope playlists. Horoscope playlists. I'm gonna look at brows. They're cleaning the house playlist. First song, no scrubs. <laughs> I, in preparation for this podcast, was listening to like new music, like the new music Friday on Spotify. And just that, or like any songs in particular? I was just listening to this. I'm trying to look at. I don't really like that new Cardi B song, but I'm sure it'll grow on me. Cardi B is my age, which is so weird to think about, but that's where we're at. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say that the Chainspokers have a new song. Yeah, with Bob like Moses. Any... Who's Bob Moses? They're a, a, like an EDM duo that I love. I have been on a big Taylor Swift kick, mostly because I've been thinking about the podcast more. And I remember that I said my favorite artist was Taylor Swift. And I had a good friend say to me, I was surprised that you said Taylor Swift was your number one. And I was like, I guess it is. I'm not like a like a really like from... Taylor Swift, the album from Speak Now, from Red. I wasn't like a diehard all the way back then. So like it is something that I have th- thought about that. Like I'm not like one of her like long time big fans. So you but, lied. Like, mm-hmm. So I lied. <laughs> no, I guess, I mean, I definitely am like grappling with that list like all the time. I'm like, I don't know I, if that's like, a, it's like it fluctuates yeah, from day to day. It changes all the time. But <laughs> I... I've been listening to her more and more and I'm like, I feel like I'm definitely like in a different 
camp area area of her camp fan fan base like i'm not i don't know i haven't been with her since she started but i still think she's a great artist i think she's honestly can be genreless sometimes which is which is very impressive like listening to lover which i don't hate i don't hate lover the album and then like her next re-release should be any minute now i'm just waiting for it to happen i don't do you know honey deets i forgot which one they're saying is it 1989 i think so yeah because she's posting like pictures and people are being like yeah that's definitely 1989 like they're looking for all the clues the easter eggs oh man psychos (laughs) the easter egg hunt is like real it is real uh, she supposedly uh, is engaged now. That's the news this week. Yes. 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 I did see that. Which is That's real. great, I guess. That is great. I'm very surprised she did it in secret. I feel like she is such a lover. Like, she's such a, like, a love I'm surprised addict. She didn't that, like... it. Oh, Imogen. Okay. Yeah, it's coming. 1989's coming. Sorry. Um... I'm what happened surprised. with Imogen Heap? No, I thought it was Imogen Heap and then read it too fast. So got excited for yeah. nothing. Um, <laughs> but I'm surprised she didn't announce like, an album, like the marriage album, the wedding album, and then post yeah. the, the pictures of, of her wedding. What's funny also is that on Reputation even, she has a lot of like love songs about Joe. And I feel like people think Reputation, or at least I think of Reputation as like an angry album. But there's like a lot of love songs about Joe. So they've been together for a minute. Mm -hmm. I think like five years, seven years, five years. I'm not sure. But um, Muna released a new album that we love. We both love. Very good songs. Um, Definitely check that out. M-U-N-A. M-U-N-A. Muna, which has no meaning. I looked it up. I was like, what does that mean? Really? Has no meaning. Yeah, they were just coming up with names, and I think they said they liked Luna, and then they changed it. <laughs> That's my understanding. That's a funny story. Okay, two other quick things is... Ugh, I can't even make these both quick. I'm going to make this one quick. I didn't realize that Lady Gaga and Christina Aguilera did Do What You Want, the R. Kelly song. I didn't realize that Christina Aguilera like re-recorded it. So Recently? there is that... No, I think maybe like a year or two after the original came out. So originally it was a song on Art Pop called Do What You Want featured with Lady Gaga and R. Kelly. And then R. Kelly got canceled. So Lady Gaga pulled the song from everywhere. And then they re-released it with Christina Aguilera doing R. Kelly's parts. I have that CD. I love that song, unfortunately. I know, it's a catchy song. It's so I'm glad they re-released it. Christina Aguilar is so extra. She's like <laughs> Cookie Monster status. But it's do what you want. But it's also it's just kind of like a weird song. It's like kind of but I think it's about the media. Yeah. Is right? what I heard. Because yeah. it's art it's on art pop, so it's basically like I thought I thought that album was media yeah. focused. Yeah, I was also wanting to live, give Art Pop another listen, and it was hard for me to do that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what songs I like on Art Pop. I think I like Applause, Applause. Fashion, Guy, 
Yeah, it wasn't her best. This is, I think, probably considered her worst album. Yeah. This was like, I remember that everyone's like, what is this? What's happening? 2013. Anyway. It was very campy. Yeah, it's very strange. Strange song. And then the big one, I, I have court. Well, two. never mind. I don't know. There's a lot of music that's going on right now. Break My Soul by Beyonce. Drake, honestly, never mind. Resurrect. This is hard to say, but like re-emphasizing house music. It's hard to say it's a resurrection or like anything because house has always kind of been around in the background, but really in the forefront with, you know, this sort of these dance out al- these dance albums and songs that are coming out right now by Beyonce and Drake mostly. Drake, I think, has released two albums since we've last released a podcast. <laughs> is my understanding certified lover? He's boy? like, I think so. I think that's the two. So, no. Yeah. What you think he's released more? No, oh. I think it's do you you but, but you like. You kind of like dance music. Like, you appreciate kind of that kind of, like, I don't know how to say it. Well, like, the big thing with Drake is that there's Jersey Club music or something like that. Jersey House, which I had never heard of. Mm-hmm. And then Break My Soul. I listened to a whole podcast about them breaking down that song and its influences. You hear, um, there's, like, Gypsy Woman, Robin. It's, like, 90s dance music. And then, and then of course, Bounce style mm-hmm. nola big frida who she i think she recorded a new audio for beyonce it sounds like a. I think there's also a sample of big frida but then there's also like new audio like after the single came out no like it's in the song like there's oh, a sample oh, get, of one of her older songs and then there's also new audio i was reading news. that um she had no idea that beyonce was gonna release that as the first single or that it was coming out um june 20th (laughs) or whenever it came out she was like what my song (laughs) yeah yeah i love break my soul it's very good and interesting timing right around juneteenth right during pride like definitely summer song very celebratory song very empowering song i've been listening to that song a lot i'm sure i'm not the only one I'm sure I'm not the one who's listening to it the most. <laughs> you never know. It could be it. It could be me. My favorite in like high school was like was like falling asleep with the music on loop. And then like, oh my god, I've listened to it 150 times on my <laughs> iTunes. Oh, the first time I did that, I was like, <gasps> I was like shocked. And I was like, oh, I got some mistake. Yeah, because you could see it on your iPod. Yeah. Like how many times? When you like when you synced it to your iTunes, it would say how much, and then then there would be like a separate playlist. Mm-hmm. That'd be like your most played songs, and then sometimes I would like f with it, and I would like if I really liked a song, I would le- I would purposely leave it on overnight, so that it would be at the top of my list. Um, there's a lot of music out right now. I mean, it's summer. I mean, it is summer, Harry but Styles. you know who we haven't heard from? DJ Khaled. Where is his summer anthem? <laughs> Every year, except for this year. Oh, crazy. Right. What is he doing? Is his name Khalid Khalid? Yeah. That's the name of his album, right? (laughs) Yeah. 
Oh, oh his name is Khaled Khaled. Oh, he has a song with Jim Jones, Lil Wayne, and Migos. And Migos. I know, I just saw that. But that was April. Yeah, that's really nothing. He's just been remixing. Wow, what thoughts? You know what's a great song is Big Energy oh, by Lotto. Yeah. I love that she got that Mariah is such a good... to do a remix. Yeah. She came on the BET Awards. Her, Mariah did a little bit. Oh gosh, Mariah. <laughs> like she tries to walk around on stage, but she like cannot move. <laughs> so she always has like some man dancer like walk her around. Why? And it's like really. Why is she like that? It's like always really weird. Wild Thoughts is like one of my favorite songs. That's a good song. Probably top 25. <gasps> oh, um, Calvin Harris, Funk Waves 2. What's that? Remember album? Yeah, I remember the SZA, the weekend, the right, the weekend. No, the there's song? that duo, not the actor, um, singer. What? <laughs> what are you saying? What am I saying? Fun- SZA had a song called "The Weekend," and he oh, remixed it. Funk Wave. No, there's Funk Wave's vol- volume. Funk Wave bounces volume one from 2017. I don't think the the weekend was on there, was it? Oh, I guess the, it is Funk Wave like his friend or something. No, or he's he's Funk Wave. He's Funk Wave. Is he? I just thought that that was the album name. He's also Funk Wave. Oh, and Funk Wave is a separate artist. But he's supposedly coming out with Funk Wave's Volume Two, and he has that song "Potion" with Dua Lipa. Oh, have you heard that? I just heard it today. Oh, yeah, I love Dua. Dua was so big for quarantine because mm-hmm. she had, like that future nostalgia was like one of the best quarantine albums. My- <laughs> it was so like it was so not what we were feeling but it helped us you know that song where she's like i'm on an island yeah um i can't remember the name of it but my friend's fiance for their honeymoon he can't wait to get to the honeymoon so they can make a tiktok with that song of them on a greek island cute i guess there was like a tiktok trend with that song too so maybe he wants to do oh we're trend. good yeah that wasn't on the album it was like a separate song it was like a did you see do a peeps huh did you see do a peeps aka wendy williams name for her <laughs> i did not see her live no. oh um yeah i skipped that one gonna skip for now lady gaga which is hard for me because is it? Because Chromatica is a really good quarantine album, too. I think that'd be a really fun album to see live. I'm on an island. Do, 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 do. Well. Well, well. I guess, I don't, yeah. That might be it for me. I mean, we could wrap it up. I don't know if you, what, if you have any other No, I think, I think we covered a chest. good amount of things today. We got back into the groove. We talked about a lot. We talked about a lot of... <laughs> this is trademark to Lost Culture Jesus. We talked about a lot of culture. Um, and uh, we didn't talk about food. I ate a really good, like, um, like a custard bun Ooh, this morning. That sounds in good. In Chinatown. It was so good. Ugh. I went to... And then... No, go ahead. You had a custard bun? Oh, no, it's fine. Oh, last dinner, last night for dinner, I had, we, me and my friend went really all out with food and, like, had a feast of Chinese food. Damn. We had, like, lobster, we had green beans, we had jellyfish, <laughs> we had 
duck. It was like a very ex- extravagant dinner. It was delicious. That sounds it's from Hua amazing. Hua Yan. And it was a really nice restaurant. Like it was really good service and it's delicious. It's called Hua Yuan. Very good. Is it, where is that? In the city or in Brooklyn? It's in Manhattan and Chinatown. Nice. It was like so fancy. That was not what I expected. Before this podcast, I had a um, almond croissant and a brie apple sandwich. But when I was ordering it, it's called uh, La Fromage. And I told the girl, I was like, I'm going to butcher this. I took French for many years and I can't say it. And I ordered it as La Fromageur. And she was like, no, no, no. <laughs> Don't ever say that again. But it was a good sandwich. <laughs> Ew, she's rude. Why she can't she be like, oh, you're fine. I got it. I don't know. I guess I set myself up there by saying, I'm going to butcher this and then completely butchering it. I guess like you kind of put yourself out there as like, I'm game. I'm like here to down to clown. Yeah, down like, to clown all the time. So I think that's probably what happened there. But I'm in New Orleans and I haven't really gone out much to eat the good food. So I might do that tonight. Is Jambalaya like local to New Orleans? Yes. Or is that? Okay. Yeah, or that sounds really good. It was or it is? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Louisiana. Ugh, that sounds so good. I don't think I like it that much. Yeah. I guess it's like really? a, a Cajun um, paella type. Yeah, I'm like into that, like rice with stuff, like rice with with seasons. Like, wait, I just had some leftovers of that Chinese food, and it was like some of the green beans with the pork, and the pork had like gotten into the rice, and it was like. You know what I so love? Delectable. There is a place um, we used to order Thai food from in Brooklyn on elementary, and they would. It was. It wasn't rice, but you just reminded me of the pork. It was crispy pork. Like crispy pork pad thai. Mm. Yeah, this place we just went to, it was, um, they served, we did, we got Peking duck, but mm. then they like, cut, they like carve it for you. And then they like gave us like a plate of like cut up skin. Oh, that sounds so gross, but it was know, so, it's so good. good. It was like crackers. It's like little crackers. Oh my God. It's so good. It's I, so I good. get like... It's maybe TMI, but I get weird with duck. Like, I love it, but as I'm eating it, I'm like, I'm going to be a vegetarian. Why? You don't like the flavor? No, I do like the flavor, but something about it just gets me, and I'm like, I can't eat it. It's very gamey. Yeah, maybe that's what it is, because I love, like, duck breast and duck skin and extra crispy. Yeah. All right. Well, that was our entry back into the podcasting game. I thank you if you have listened this whole time. Thank you so much. I don't know how long this is. I'm not really sure. It's probably really long. Three hours long. Epic podcast. Um, We're going to try to keep doing this um, as much as we can. And then... What if one day we did a live show? No, you're you're laughing now, but it could happen. I don't know who would be in the crowd, but oh my god, we should totally like funny set up a live show and market it like we've been doing this podcast for years, and like we have so many followers, and see who comes, and then we just say hi, thanks for coming, see you tomorrow. Wonder how that works? Yeah. I guess we have to like really make a fake social media presence. We can make a documentary about 
doing a fake podcast. <laughs> Not a fake podcast. No, but like setting it up like we're two renowned podcasters. I like this fictional account. This sounds like a movie. It does. Like, I feel like I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> fictional podcast. Who knows? Well, Foodie Tunes is back. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening, besties. See you next time.